Welcome back, everybody. This is John from the JNR Basketball Podcast here with Ronnie, and it is October 20th. All the teams have played their first game in the NBA. Ronnie, what a, what a fun way to kick off the season. What a I, good I, start. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it was it was a blast. Uh, opening night, we had the 76ers visiting Boston, and we had the Lakers in Golden State. And both of those games had some moments that were, were a lot of fun. Um, I don't think either game ended up really being competitive by the end of the game, but it was it was sure fun to watch. We are also pretty terrible at picking teams. I picked the 76ers to beat Boston, and you picked the Lakers to beat Golden State. That didn't go well. Well, I mean, it's tough. At the beginning of the season, it's just like I remember last year when just random teams were beating like supposedly really good teams too. That's just how it works out for the beginning beginning of the season. But then it all comes back around, and I don't know, it goes back to normal eventually, like after the first week, it seems like. Yeah, well, there'll still be some upsets here and there, but I, I was confident the Sixers were going to win, but they didn't. Um, I really like how the NBA schedule makers did this, giving Boston and Golden State home games on opening night. They were the only game going, so it was really just sort of like a spotlight on them and just kind of like, thank you for giving us, <laughs> giving us such an awesome NBA finals last year. I thought yeah. that was really, really cool. You know, the banner raising ceremony in Golden State was pretty neat. Uh, it would be awesome to see that in person one day preferably in Phoenix. Yeah, definitely. Maybe, maybe this year. Uh, But it was really, really fun to watch. And the 76ers game, I I watched a lot of that game. That was really, really close for for a good chunk of the game. I don't think the final score dictates how Boston eventually ran away with it. There were some garbage time points, which might might need to be the name of my new, of my fantasy team, garbage (laughs) time points. Uh, And I will take any garbage time points you are willing to send me, NBA. Please, please. How did your fantasy team do uh, opening two nights, Ronnie? They did. They did pretty good. Hey, I want to go over. Um, so the Suns last year, um, they started the season. It was they started with a loss and then a win and then a loss, loss. So that kind of shows you like how how their season started. They were one and four for this season, right? Or I'm sorry, one and three. So, but then they ended up with the the best record best in record, the yep. NBA. So that just kind of shows you like this first week, don't panic don't don't worry about your fantasy teams don't like you know drop players like crazy or anything like that so coming from the guy who has dropped players like crazy that is odd advice (laughs) you know but i am known to be the guy that makes the most transactions in like every single football league and yeah it's definitely carrying over for the basketball season so that's just how i play (laughs) and it's like panic decisions i I love it i love when i see the little alert that someone made a transaction i'm like i bet it's ronnie (laughs) (laughs) but here's the thing like i i believe in jumping on a guy like as soon as possible like if if I see someone hot, I'm going to pick him up and drop oh my worst player. <laughs> and, and then uh, I'm basically, get, when I do that, I end up with like a, a, a decent team, you know, after yeah. a week or two. So I just keep going up until I'm, I'm happy. And I continue to drop my worst players for like the, the hottest player at the time. I don't know. I just, it ends up sure. good. Sure. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. You know, you have a bench space and you have players that you drafted late. Don't panic if one of your higher draft picks suddenly starts to falter. You know, you you pick them at that point for a reason. Give them some time to work through it. Um, you know, Damian Lillard did not have a good debut. Don't drop Damian Lillard. That's a terrible yeah. idea to try to pick up somebody that that had a, a really good week or, or outperformed. So, yeah, it's a balance. Definitely don't panic. That's good advice, whether it be fantasy or, or just regular I'm a fan of this team and they've already lost a game. And the, the NBA season is definitely a marathon. It is not a sprint. 
we've seen teams that sprint out of the gates and and kind of fall apart at the end of the season. So yeah. So for those of you that, okay. are, that are curious, so I, I did drop Javel McGee for this guy named uh, Santi Aldama for the Memphis Grizzlies. I have no clue who he is, but he he had McGee had like ten points, and this guy had like thirty five. So I'm like, all right, let me. Oh wow. Let me just check this guy out. Let me hold on to him and see what happens because that's he he played the most minutes on the team too. That was a key thing. So I want a guy who's going to play where Jamel McGee, he only played right. 14 minutes for some reason. I didn't expect that. I thought at least 25 minutes. So I'm not, I didn't see any injuries or anything like that. And he was my sleeper pick, but it was just really weird the way <laughs> Dallas used him, you know? So I don't know. I'm Dallas just, doesn't use a center very well. I mean, they I don't use guess big, not. Yeah. bigs in the same way that other teams do. I can probably pull up some sound bites of me warning you of that and you just putting on your blinders, your, your rose-colored <laughs> yeah. glasses and be like, no, he's going to play. I'm going to well, pretend it's 10 years ago when JaVale McGee was relevant. <laughs> I just thought it was weird that the Dallas Mavericks, like, yeah, you have this guy that played with Aiton the whole year last year, you know, and you figure yeah. that you're going to put him on him. Like he knows him offensively, you know, so he's going to play him well defensively. And they took him out of the game. I didn't understand that move. So, yeah, weird. And then Dallas lost, so maybe that's why. Stupid Dallas. <laughs> that's why. That <laughs> is why. Let's talk about news, Ronnie. The news is the news. The first news piece that I wrote down, Charles Barkley signs a 10-year extension with TNT worth over $100 million. Good for you, Charles Barkley. That is an awesome contract. That is a bigger contract than he ever made in his playing days. Mm-hmm. And I, I love watching Charles Barkley and Shaq go back and forth. It's It's like an old married couple that hates each other <laughs> yeah but they still deep down love each other uh, yeah. i love watching that I'm, I'm really excited for chuck to get that extension and to keep watching him on on tnt so congratulations charles barkley yeah I'm those happy guys to are gonna be him. together i think Shaq signed a contract last year i don't recall his his situation but those guys are, are going to be together for for a long long time uh and that's that's great it's always good when you have entertaining and informative uh crew so, I respect Charles a lot too. Like I always like how he he just he speaks his mind and he doesn't worry about what he says. That's that's kind of I feel like that's what the direction I want to go in. You know, I want to be able to say what I want to say, and then if I say something wrong, you don't apologize for it. It's just you said it and you own up to it. You're like, yeah, I said it. If you have a problem with it, just whatever, get over it. Stop being oh a. <laughs> i don't i don't like the direction this is going Ronnie. <laughs> i just i'm just saying that's why i love charles you know he just speaks his mind so i appreciate having that in in this cancel culture type of world that we're in you know he he still just holds up to who he is and yeah i appreciate that for better or worse yes i think charles barkley is is not going to apologize for things that he oh he might i don't know but he he says what's on his mind and yeah he's an interesting character to watch I have an early nominee. I have two early nominees for Turd of the Week. All right. Let's talk about Ben Simmons. Your, uh, he's on your team, I believe. That ben was Simmons. my pick. Yeah, that's uh, that's, that's yeah. a great pick. He uh, he had four points. He went two. Th- he only took three shots. O for two from the three throw line. Five rebounds. Five assists. Fouled out in twenty three minutes of play. What a dud of a game. <laughs> yeah, for this Ben is- Simmons frustrating i i forget what he was projected i think it was in like the 35 range if i remember correctly but then uh yeah he comes out with those stats i'm just like come on like what a but luckily i did have him on my bench because i kind of predicted this compared oh, wow. to compared to my other That's players i just move yeah i just didn't feel like he was gonna i i, I was scared on how he's gonna come out on this first game so 
I think I substituted him out for Brunson or no, actually Beasley. Literally anybody, right? Yeah, Malik Beasley <laughs> is who I subbed him out for, and Malik Beasley got me um twenty three points. So that okay. that was a little bit better than the eleven, but still. So yeah, just a. Uh, frustrating to see that with a star player i was just gonna say were you obviously you were kind of expecting some inconsistencies which is why you benched him but if you're a nets fan you just got to be like we waited a whole year for this this is what we waited for this is this is absurd so i i have confidence he'll get it together but he also has some some mental demons that he he has dealt with through his career Mm -hmm. how much is this going to shake him and Cause cause him problems going into the into the rest of the year. Yeah. So don't panic. Ben Simmons is gonna gonna have some really good games, but oof, ugly ugly way to start it. It's a few things on this. For first of all, I don't understand why he's labeled as a point guard on the fantasy app when he's and he looks like he's playing like the power forward position. And then you have Kyrie Irving, you know, who's like the point guard on that position. So maybe Ben Simmons doesn't feel like he's he could be himself because he's like. He is is he really a point power forward? You know, I don't I don't understand like that whole situation there. But then also like they they kind of wanted him on a team for defense anyways too. So as long as he's able to stop the other players defensively and not worry so much about offense, that's okay. Yeah, he might not put you put up you know too many fantasy points doing that, but it's all about winning games, right? So hopefully he Ben could... Simmons was covering uh Kawhi Leonard when he made that shot in Toronto <laughs> that sent yeah. him to the finals. So right. there's one example of the Ben Simmons defense. Yeah, so hope, hopefully he <laughs> could just find himself and find his place on this team and just really lock in and just, just win games. But they did lose against the New Orleans Pelicans, right? So there's your, my team. Your there's, New Orleans my Pelicans. Yeah, so yeah. Just like I said, this team is, you need to watch these guys. They are so unbelievable and they have so much talent. Their bench is so ridiculously deep too, so just uh, definitely keep an so eye on those Pelicans. Later, we're gonna pick our our game of the week, game of the weekend. I feel like you might be foreshadowing who you're going to pick. Maybe not, but that's yeah. The Pelicans are are gonna be fun to watch this year, and they have more draft picks coming as part of the Anthony Davis trade. So they're only gonna get better. Yeah. Uh, so if these guys can stay healthy, it's gonna be interesting to watch. My other nominee for turn of the week is Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart of the Boston Celtics. He is in mid-season form with his flopping abilities. <laughs> he had a flop in this game that just – I just, I literally laughed out loud. Like, do you really think anyone's going to buy this? He has this ability – it's actually kind of cool that he can do this, but it's just so stupid in basketball where when he falls, he'll use his arms and then like push himself backwards yeah. so it looks like he got punched by like the Hulk or something and he flies <laughs> 8 to 10 feet. And he did this again. He tripped over James Harden. James Harden did a nice little stop. And Marcus Smart was trailing him, he tripped over his foot, and then just decided, you know what? I'm going to launch myself from the three-point line to the baseline. Yeah. And he did this, and they didn't get they didn't get the call. James Harden did this funny little shimmy and put up a wide-open three. Fortunately, he missed it. That would have been just the perfect exclamation point of, of actually hitting that three, but he missed it. And uh, it's just like, Marcus Smart, what are you doing? You did this last year. You didn't get the calls. Stop flopping. So this is where I really wish the FIBA rules were in play where they're like, no, 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 no. That's on you now because you flopped. Yeah. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Uh, additionally, I don't know if you saw the tangle up between uh, Joel Embiid and Marcus Smart later in the game, bit. the third quarter. Yeah. yeah. So. It was it was a really really real play. He he tried Marcus Smart tried to fight Joel Embiid for a rebound, which is admirable. 
Uh, Marcus's smart arm got caught between Joel Embiid's body and Joel's arm, which was right up against his body. And then Joel, I don't know if it's dirty, it's borderline, did this little like move to shift to basically like get your hand out of here and really almost put Marcus Smart in like an arm bar. Yeah. And it looked, it looked really, really painful. He went to the ground. And then while he's on the ground, he decided, I'm going to grab Joel's leg so that he <laughs> yeah. falls, which is super dirty. Like, Joel's move is questionable. There's no questioning Marcus Smart grabbing somebody's leg to trip them. Mm-hmm. Marcus Smart gets a technical foul. Jalen Brown gets up into, you know, to Joel and beats face. There was a little bit of a skir- skirmish there, but yeah. it was such a dirty play. So for that reason, Marcus Smart has also been nominated for Turn of the Week, flopping <laughs> and fouling. That's, it, that should be his tagline. Flopping yeah. and fouling with Marcus Smart. <laughs> that part where it, it seemed like Marcus Smart, he like reached in for the ball, you know, to get the ball from MB yeah. when they were you know transitioning, going the other way. And then MB kind of like squished his arm or wrist yeah. or like to, on his side and then like pulled it and almost yep. like pulled Marcus Smart's like shoulder out of his, <laughs> at, or arm yeah, out it, of his shoulder. To me, it looked more like it was just uh, like a tweak on his forearm or like, you know, if you've ever watched MMA, that's similar to an arm bar where he could have broken his arm potentially. Yeah. And so I kind of understand why Marcus Smart was upset, but and then yep. he just kind of like put his hand on on Embiid's ankle when he was about to like walk away, and it just almost tripped out. It's just like, and then this whole skirmish happens. You know, like teams get no, together. It's just so stupid. stupid yeah. yeah, but whatever. It's just yeah. I, I but you can't I grab have... somebody's leg when you're on the <laughs> ground. You can't grab another player's leg. Yeah. To try to, I mean, there was, that's not a basketball move. That's a, that's a jerk move. Yep. Yeah. And I definitely appreciate your pick just for the flap reason too. You know, it was hilarious to see him. Like he slid like 15 feet Yeah, and that doesn't help <laughs> you defensively. Like now Harden has this wide oh. open shot from, you know, 15 feet away from his defender while he's, his butt's on the ground. So that's why I really appreciate that the refs didn't whistle anything, you know, like, yeah, there was yeah. A, maybe a little bit of contact made here. They could have called it against smart they could have called it you know the on harden too but there was no whistles they just continued playing harden missed the shot anyways and then so they they continued play and it didn't interrupt anything so I, that's what i wanted to see you know if when you see a flop don't blow the whistles make that defender have to stand his ground otherwise he looks stupid just like he did and he looks so stupid <laughs> yeah so yeah good job refs i also two two last news items i wanted to talk about is a debut and then a re-debut, so the the re-release. Okay. Uh, Paolo Blanchero, number one overall pick in this last year's draft, went to the Orlando Magic. And his first game, 27 points, 5 assists, 9 rebounds. 27 points for first-round pick in his first game is the most since LeBron James. So very good company to be in. Um, he, you know, I didn't see the game yet. It's on my list of things to watch. But that stat line is is really, really impressive for for somebody coming into the league brand new. You know, he wasn't intimidated by the game, and that's awesome. He put up a heck of a game, and I'm I'm looking forward to watching this guy play. It stinks that he's on the Magic because the Magic, you know, there's a reason they had the first round pick. They yeah. lost this game despite Palo's, you know, good outing. And who did uh, they to lose the to? Yeah, they lost to the Pistons. Yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> um, but a great debut and a, a good sign. If you're if you're a Magic fan, uh, it's a, a sign of things to come. Hopefully, like always, he can stay healthy. Uh, but it was it was I was kind of you know my jaw dropped when I saw that stat line for for a rookie. Yeah, yeah, and the he had re-de- oh, the, the, yeah, no, okay. He had the most minutes on the team too, so that's good to see. But yeah, when you're when you're one of the best draft when you're drafted the highest, and you go to one of the the worst teams in the league, 
yeah, you probably don't have that much of a supporting cast. So you're probably going to play the most minutes. You're probably going to get the most points and you're probably going to look pretty good out there, you know? So, but yeah, right. because they don't have a really good team, they lost. So yeah, it'll be interesting <laughs> to see how they continue throughout the season. I think they're still going to be, I mean, I don't have them on my list of teams to make the playoffs, but they're, they're obviously going to be better uh, with, with a, with a, someone like Palo Banchero, but yeah, really, really good game debut. The re-debut of Zion. Zion has not played basketball in the NBA for 533 days. Staggering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How did he do it? Because he's on your, your uh, yeah, yeah, team, Yeah, he right? did good. He 25 points, 3 assists, 9 rebounds, and 4 steals. So Zion's re- re-debut went about as well as you would hope for it to go, right? I mean, obviously, you're like, well, I wish you would have put up 40. Paolo Blanchero scored more than him, but this yeah. dude hasn't played basketball in so long. He was a game time decision uh, due to, <laughs> due to an injury. <laughs> oh man, this is like Groundhog Day. Uh, <laughs> but he was able to play, and he had he had a good game. So it's really really promising to see Zion be on the court with CJ McCollum, be on the court with Brandon Ingram, and yeah, thirty see thirty what these minutes. Pelicans can do twenty five points, nine rebounds, three assists. So yeah, there's some stats for your fantasy team. He's yeah, probably did, he was probably like one of your best players on your team. So, yeah, good to see him healthy. And just like I was saying this whole entire year, you know, so Pelicans, they made the playoffs last year. They played great against the Suns. If they had Zion, they probably would have won the championship, honestly, because they look so good. But now they're all healthy. They're all together. They look great together, too. There's there's no chemistry like that. They're there's. How do I say it? <laughs> they're they're not missing any chemistry. It's like all there. So they there's look no fantastic. There's no player that's not participating in the team huddle. Right. <laughs> Nothing yeah. like that. They look amazing. Uh, let's talk about our game of the weekend. This is going to be where Ronnie and I put our heads together. Well, we don't really put our heads together. We, <laughs> we separately just come up with a game that we want to watch and that we think is going to be entertaining for various reasons. So we each pick a game. We're both going to watch these games over the course of this weekend, and we'll talk about it uh, on the next podcast. I picked the Celtics versus the Heat. This is a rematch of last year's Eastern Conference Finals. The Heat are healthy. They lost their first game. I think they're going to be out to, to make a statement game to show that, hey, we're still one of the best teams, if not the best team in the East. And what better better way to do that than beating the Eastern Conference champions from last year. So Celtics versus the Heat is my pick of the or my game of the weekend. Uh Ronnie, are you are you excited to watch this game that I'm forcing you to watch? <laughs> yeah, you have to remind me and text me when it's on or something. Oh, you know, I, I knew I'm, it. I knew that I was wanna, coming. <laughs> I don't want to miss it. But yeah, no, that's that's a good pick. I don't mind that pick. That'll be fun to watch. What is your uh what is your game of the weekend? I'm gonna go so the one I was choosing, I, I'm I'm going through all these games. I the one that stands out for me for some reason is the Grizzlies versus Mavericks. It's on the 22nd. It's at 5:30. I don't know. I just I, there's something about this Mavericks team that I I felt like they had something against the Suns early in the game. You know, they were up by like 20 points, and then the Suns came back to win. So now they lost their first game, and the Grizzlies looked amazing. I love John ja Morant. He's one of my favorite players. You know, I, I predict him to be MVP of the league. Man, he looks so good. So just just to see him going against uh, Luca, I really want to watch that game. I want to see how that turns out. I I like that pick. That's a good pick. Uh, both these teams, you know, were in the playoffs last year. Both these teams lost um, to the Golden State Warriors. So mm-hmm. it'll be fun to see them go head to head. I agree with you. You know, can Dallas? They they were up. I, I was it twenty points. I don't remember how much they were up over the Suns, but yeah, yeah the Suns came was, back to win it. Was, it. 
Yeah, it was right around 20 points. I think it was a little bit higher than 20 points. It was ridiculous. It was crazy. I, I almost turned the game off. <laughs> I was just so upset. <laughs> I was like, of course this happens. You know, we lost him in the playoffs yeah. so badly. And then to follow it up, here we go again. Like, we're, we're down by so much. It just, ugh. And then we came back and won. That's that's demoralizing for a team to have that big of a lead and then to lose it and then to lose you know the go ahead shot was by Damian Lee right? <laughs> right Devin Booker no Chris Paul no I mean you have superstars on this team and Damian Lee is the one that that puts them ahead uh, yeah I, I'm I'm looking forward to this game as well that's a good game I I didn't consider this game um, but now that I see it on on the calendar I, I'm excited about that so that's a good pick Ronnie. I'm excited to watch the Grizzlies. So the Grizzlies and the Mavericks are Saturday, 5.30 on uh, Pacific time. And the team that I picked, the Heat and the Celtics, are Friday, 4.30 p.m. uh, Pacific time, 7.30 on the East Coast. So we have a game Friday. We have a game Saturday. Um, we, We have signed up for the fancy NBA League Pass that supposedly allows us to watch this game. I know you yeah. ran into some issues, uh, but I'm looking forward to the condensed game <laughs> more yeah. than anything. If right. I can watch it without commercials, then I, I am super, super happy. So I might have to check that out on, on Saturday to see if I can watch the, the Celtics in the heat. Yeah, Grizzlies, um, by is- the way, they, they won against the Knicks. They won their first game. That game went into overtime. That was a fantastic game. And oh man, that 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 was a frustrating thing. So you pay for this this game time, you know, NBA game time pass or league pass, whatever it is. And then, uh, so I'm like, okay, well, whatever. This game's going into overtime. This was on ESPN, so this is the first game before the Suns was on. So it goes into overtime. I'm like, let me just turn on the app. I'll like have the Suns game on my phone while I this one's on TV because I, I have to watch this one on TV. But then because I'm in Phoenix and the it, it get, the game gets locked out on the app because it's like you have to watch it on yeah. TV. I'm like, well, I can't watch it on TV because the game went out of overtime. <laughs> so it's just a little frustrating because of that, but whatever. Yeah, there's always those little extra frustrations. I like the fact that I can very rarely watch a game live. Uh, and it, people out there that have kids, it's also probably very challenging for you to watch some games live the, the way yep. that you want to. So uh, being able to come on, go back and watch those later um, or, to, you know, like you had to be able to listen to it in the car is also kind of a new right. feature to have. For, for the non-local games. That's what I ended up doing. I ended up, because I was at home and then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go out and <laughs> I went I went to go do some deliveries, make a little extra money. So I, I turned on the game in my car and started listening to it in there because I couldn't watch it on TV, but at least I could listen to it on the radio. But yeah, like people that are at home, they missed like their whole first quarter because this overtime game, you know? So by the time I, the, it, the TV, by the time it came on TV, like, they're already subbing in, subbing out some of the starters, you know, so it was just frustrating. Sorry, Ronnie. Yeah. Sounds frustrating. I'm <laughs> yeah. glad you can talk about it today. And I'm glad I was able to vent it on the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's that's two good games. Celtics Heat, Memphis Grizzlies, and the Dallas Mavericks. Are Who, who are you rooting for in those games? No, not the Mavs. <laughs> okay. So the, the Grizzlies. And what about in the Eastern game? Well, who, who's the two teams again? Remind me. Oh, my I, I gosh. Forgot. This is rough. I, Celtics I just, in the heat. Celtics, Celtics in the heat. That's right. Um, <laughs> you know, I kind of want to, I don't, I think I'm going to pick the Celtics for some reason. No, no real big reason. I just, I'm not too much of a fan of the heat just because of the players that are on that team. Um, on a, like a personal level. <laughs> who hurt no, you, Ronnie? Who hurt you on the heat? Yeah. I don't know. There's just something about that team. I just, I don't like, I think. Part of it is because PJ Tucker is on that team. I re- was really a fan of his. Now that he's not on that team, they kind of like dropped in my book. I'm like, well, now I don't really care about them anymore. 
So yeah, I just I, I like the Celtics though. I like them overall. Okay, I I like the Celtics more, but I think I'm kind of rooting for the Heat in this game, and he, the reason is because I feel like the Heat was the better team last year in the East, but towards in the playoffs they just broke down. You know, Jimmy Butler was hurt several of those games, playing hurt. Kyle Lowry was was coming back from injury. I would just love to have seen them at full health. Uh, obviously, the Celtics weren't at full health either, but I, I feel like it hurt the injury bug bit the Heat more. So I just would have loved to see what that would, would look like, and I feel like this is the closest I'm going to get to that. Yeah. Um, and and we'll see what happens. But yeah, I think that I think the Heat would win that game. I think the Mavericks are going to win that second game. Although I, I I agree with you, I would love for Memphis to win. I yeah. just I think Matt, I think Dallas is going to uh they're going to get the lead and they're going to be a little bit better about protecting it. Right. Hopefully, well not hopefully I, I want them to lose every game, but maybe they will have realized the mis- the error of their ways and, and defend their lead a little bit better. Yeah, cuz they look so good. And then the Heat, they lost their first game against the Chicago Bulls. Uh oh, yeah. Celtics, yeah. they won their first game against the 76ers, so yeah, I don't I don't the, the Bulls game, I mean, I think DeMar DeLaRosen had like 35 points or i mean he had a huge game i don't know that you're going to get that 37 points yeah 37 points okay i don't think you're going to get that from somebody on jimmy butler i I take that back someone on the celtics could do that yeah put up 35 butler had 24 points lowry only had two points i don't know what happened with him hero had 23 points yeah looking at the stat line i feel like lowry needs to do better and uh bam adebayo i feel like had a okay game but he's certainly capable of doing better yeah, than that as 12 well points nine rebounds for Ab- abadaya i i can't say his name when i say, have it in front of me if i just <laughs> take my take my phone away from my screen my, my face then i can say it i i can't even i'm not even gonna try it though bam <laughs> bam that's what i said for the longest time and then i, I watched several videos of people saying his name and i was like i yeah. think i could do this i can do it. i need to do the same with pascal from uh, toronto adebayo Adebayo, Bam Adebayo. <laughs> um, speaking of Kyle Lowry, yeah, two points. That is that is not good. He's going to find himself on the bench if he can't improve that. Now, I know he's on the downward side of his career, but I, maybe this is him. I mean, he was terrible in that, that Eastern Conference Finals. I assumed it was because of injuries, but maybe maybe he's just not good anymore i don't i don't know he was such a strong player with with toronto i have like the ronnie syndrome here i'm looking at their past (laughs) history and and using that to make choices i mean i drafted him probably well with two points a heck of a lot earlier than i should have yeah i i stayed away from because of last year i mean i don't think it's wrong to look at the past and see what's it can it foreshadows what's going to come up in the future right like he's an older player and plus you like what are you doing drafting this guy he's an older player i know borderline retiring (laughs) <laughs> I thought he was going to retire this year, but he didn't. He's back for one more year, so I was it's, really surprised well, to I, see you pick him. Why would he retire if he has years on his contract, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I heard M- some talks NBA about it. NBA money guaranteed money. Yeah, it's it's frustrating. Um, I'm going to hold on to him a little bit longer, but oof, it's rough. Is his backup Struss? Max Struss? So, yeah, Max Struss played. He started a lot of the games when Kyle Lowry was hurt. Uh, he had a decent game, 23 points. Yeah. In the playoffs last year, he was pretty bad. So I was shocked to see him score as well as he did. So, you know, between him and Hero, they're definitely putting up some buckets, which yeah. is great if you're the Heat fan because you need that from someone if, if Lowry's not going to perform. 
Uh, but yeah, it was it was a weird game for for Kyle Lowry. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's a normal game. I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts on Kyle Lowry? Is he over the hill? Is he done? Or is he just shaking off some of the rust? Let us know what your your thoughts on our Kyle Lowry and who on the Heat is going to be uh, besides Jimmy Butler. Who's going to be the next highest point scorer? Is it going to be Bam? Is it going to be Struss? Is it going to be Hero? I, I feel like Jimmy Butler is going to be number one. Uh, I would guess Hero is number two. I don't yeah, know what your thoughts your are on that. Bet. Yeah, if I was going to put money on it, I'd guess Hero. I think Bam is a better player than Hero, but um, yeah, time will tell. What do you think about Harden and his 35 points that he put up for his first game? He, oh, he came I back loved and, it. Yeah. Come, he's I looking loved all it. trim and everything, you know, all fit. So he's, I was yeah, really happy he, he to had, see that. He had that swagger back. Yeah. He had that confidence. And, you know, it's he got traded midseason. It was hard for him to probably gel with these guys. But there was videos over the offseason of them you know, partying together, spending time together. Uh, he doesn't have to play basketball with, with <laughs> the guys in Brooklyn anymore. Yeah. And he gets a full offseason. Yeah, he looked, he looked really, really good. That's yeah. actually a perfect segue, Ronnie, into uh, my fantasy player of the weekend, I think you're going to see more of the same from James Harden, and I think he is going to be the number one player this weekend. Oh, that's too bad. I'm playing against him. I saw him put yeah. up all these points against me, and I'm like, man, yeah. he was like the first player on the on the league, you know, like because it was one of the first four games. So my my the guy I'm playing against starts off with like 50 points, and I'm like, come on, <laughs> like this is how it's going to go for me. But yeah, he's just such a fantastic player. He he was ridiculous. Like good for him just putting up all those points right away. 35 points. Eight rebounds, seven assists, so he's getting really close to a triple double right there. So hopefully that continues for him. I do. And it just looks so effortlessly, right? Yeah. Him and Joel and B both had really, really good games, uh, and I think the, the, them having a better chemistry and having a, a better sort of where are you going to be on the court? You know, mm-hmm. this is where I'm going to be on the court is only going to help this team. And I, I, I'm looking forward to watching. But yeah, James Harden, fantasy player of the week. If you have him on your team, congratulations. Uh, Hopefully, uh, hopefully that comes true. We've been terrible at picking thus far. It's early. I'm not going to panic, but we've been terrible at making picks so far. <laughs> hopefully, it changes right now. Yeah, I don't have a fantasy player for the week. I'm, I'm trying to think of one real quick. I, you know what? I, I kind of want to go with someone from the Pelicans because they've been looking really okay. good. How about we go with uh, uh what's his name? Ingram. <laughs> Let's go with him because he's Brandon playing Ingram? against the Hornets. I think that would be a good pick because. They have this game coming up on the twenty first, and he his first game he he played excellent too. I think he had like thirty. I think he led the team with thirty something points. Let me look and see if I could find it real quick. Go ahead, Arnold. What do you think about Ingram though? That's a good pick. That's a good pick as well. He he's the kind of player, just like James Harden, right? He's gonna get rebounds, he's gonna get assists, and he's gonna get his shots. Uh, those sorts of guys, you know, are are, are great. Great. Yeah, here. There's a good chance they're going to have a good game. Yeah, here it is. So 28 points. He did lead the team. So I thought it was 30. 28, 7 rebounds, and 5 assists. So that's how he started the game. I, I do want to continue with that pick. And yeah, just. Uh, yeah, it's perfect. I actually tried trading your wife for him, too, before everything started. I I tried... know. She she messaged. She, she asked me, he's like, what is he doing? What does he want to do? Should <laughs> well, I do this? And I was like, Ronnie loves Brandon Ingram. Yeah. So you could probably get more from him. Well, if, that's, if you wanted to. And she's like, no, I like him too. Yeah, but- <laughs> I was trying to make it an even trade. So I was offering De'Aaron Fox. And, and I just figured... Who had like, a great, great opening game yeah, as well, yeah. I just figured, like, you know, they're both about even. I don't want to, you know, screw her out of a pick, you know. So I was like, but he, he was projected to be a little bit better. 
So I was like, this is kind of like even, but I'm getting the player that I want, you know? So let's, let's see yeah. if she accepts it. Hopefully she'll she listen to this podcast she and she it. will accept it because I'm no, just trying no, to be fair. It. <laughs> I We've know. That was already been rejected, Ronnie. I know. <laughs> um, the reason the reason that she drafted Brandon Ingram, are you ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> so she thought he plays in New Orleans. Maybe he's related to Mark Ingram, who plays for the Saints. <laughs> and oh, I like Mark awesome. Ingram. So I'm going to draft his brother or cousin or potentially relative in Brandon Ingram. So that is the story of how Brandon Ingram ended up on uh, my wife's roster. So <laughs> I feel like that's just adding salt on, on your wound here. It is. Him. Yeah. Come on. Just trade me. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, yeah, Fox, he got he got 43 points. For our fantasy league, and then yeah, Ingram ended up getting thirty-eight points. So yep, it's yeah, close. come on, that that would have been a good trade right there. Take it, trade me. One uh, one of those teams is much better than the others. But yeah, but, but that, that's why Fox is going to continue to get his points, right? Because he's going to the maybe. team isn't that good. Yeah, I um, I actually speaking of the Kings, so let's let's switch gears over to our pick of the week and underdog of the week. My underdog of the week are the Sacramento Kings. They are playing two games this weekend. They are playing the Clippers and the Warriors. So they're staying out on the West Coast. I feel like they could win either of these games. You know, like you're high on the Pelicans. I, I'm, I'm rooting for the Kings. I, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I think they're going to surprise some people with, with their performances here. I am going to say the Kings are going to beat the Clippers. What is your knee-jerk reaction to that, Ronnie? You're crazy. I mean, it's a good pick for an underdog pick. I, I definitely understand it for an underdog one, but I don't think that's possible. I, I just th- think there's too many good teams on a, there's too many good players on the Clippers to, for that to happen. Yeah. The Kings, they kind of stepped up, but they, they have a better team, but not that much better, <laughs> not better enough to beat the Clippers. <laughs> Well, it, earlier in this podcast, you mentioned how it's a long season. You're going to have some surprises. I, yeah. Why can't they surprise the Clippers? Okay, yeah. The first week is the, definitely the week that you, you want to bet on the underdogs, right? Because it's possible. Because just like anything could happen in, in these first weeks. So the, I, I disagree. The, I think anything can happen anytime in the <laughs> well, NBA season. True. How many times did we watch the Suns lose to the spurs last year i don't know if they actually did but there's these games you look at on the calendar and you're like okay this is an easy w for us and then it ends up being a loss so yeah it can happen anytime it's just finding the right combination of of events that are going to happen normally you're like hey it's a back-to-back that's not the case here but i just think the kings they lost the first game a close one to the detroit pistons i think they, they no, got the, the portland trailblazers portland trailblazers it was a who they played oh, they Trailblazers? I'm sorry. Yeah. Who, who played the Pistons? Oh, the Magic played the Pistons. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I had that okay. in my head backwards. Uh, I think they're going to come out and, and want to... How close was that game now? I'm all messed up. Yeah, 115-108. There we go. Uh, so they got they got a glimpse of what it could be like to win. So mm-hmm. close. I think they're going to put it all together, and I think they're going to beat the Clippers. That is my underdog pick of the week. Yes. I. So I guess... My goal for Underdog of the Week. So this is something we're going to do every weekend as well. We're going to pick our Underdog of the Weekend. We're going to pick our Lock of the Weekend. And we're going to keep track of what our record is. Okay. I feel like if I if I can be 500, like wins and losses being equal, on my Underdog Pick of the Week, I feel like that's pretty good. Right? Yeah. 50-50? I don't know, I don't know what, your, what your definition of success would be, but that's mine. 50-50. So I have an Underdog. Well, I think I want to make sure that it is an Underdog Pick first, okay? Because I'm not sure if it is. So what about this game with Oklahoma City Thunder versus the Nuggets? Do you think 
The Thunder as the underdog in that one? Yeah, the Thunder would be the underdog. Okay, in that I one. picked the, them the, to be the, the underdog. The Nuggets were a playoff team. The Nuggets were a playoff team. The 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 Oklahoma City Thunder wasn't. Their first round pick is in street clothes. Yeah. So their team hasn't changed a whole lot. Yeah. Now their players have matured a little bit. I, I think I think it yeah, I would say that that's an underdog. Okay, what that's game, good. What that's, day is that? I, um it's the twenty first. Let me let me make sure it was. Nope, that's back. not true. It's the twenty second. Yep. Okay. Yep. I had to make sure. Yep. I was wrong. Okay. So yeah, the twenty second. So six p.m. I he, think Thunder is going to beat them. Here, here, it's a good pick, and here's why: the Nuggets play the Warriors the night before, so it's the second game of a back to back, and they're going from Oakland to Denver, which is not a huge flight. But the Thunder do not play the night before. Let me make sure that's true. Yeah. So the Thunder will not be playing a back to back. Good call. I didn't even see that. I didn't. What, that, yeah, but that's. Nuggets, I, I love that pick now. A, yeah, second game on a back to back. I like that pick too, Ronnie. That's a good. That is a good underdog pick. See, I I was going based like off of one. more of their first game. So Thunder played the Timberwolves, and you know we we were all high on the Timberwolves. I think, but they, well, there was a one of us higher than others. But <laughs> yeah, for yes. sure. Yep, I I think the Wolves are going to do great this year. Um, it was a close game. It was one hundred eight to one fifteen. So I just looking at that stats site, I kind of thought that the Wolves would have beat the thunder a little bit more but i i did want to keep my eye on a thunder there's a couple of of players that i really like on that team i don't know if you guys remember me talking about shy gilia gilgius gilgius alexander man yeah, i can't say his name he, yeah he, was, he had a great game yeah he was playing good in the fiba league and i i just was like how is that going to transition in the nba and here he is with you know 32 points six rebounds five assists so he, yeah he played ridiculous and then they have all these other guys that are, have a pretty good supporting cast. And I just think that this team is going to come together and they're going to play great together. And yeah, they're, they're going to, they're going to beat the nuggets. So here's a fun fact for you. The team that you picked lost their opening game, 115 to 108. The team that I picked lost their opening game, 115 to 108. Interesting. Wait, That's which, what was it? The, the Nuggets versus Jazz? The, no, no, no. Uh, the Nuggets... Was that the first game that no. they played? You picked you pick the Thunder. Yeah, so the no, Thunder I'm saying... Lost, what, who who yeah. did the Nuggets play their first game? Was it the Jazz? They played the Jazz, and they lost big to the Jazz. Yeah, 102 to 123. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like they're going to be angry. They're going to take it out on the Warriors, and then just be completely dead against... The, I like your pick, Ronnie. That's a good pick. Yeah. Place your bets. <laughs> <laughs> so the underdog picks of the week, I have picked the Kings over the Clippers... Ronnie has picked the Thunder over the Nuggets. Again, we're doing a Friday-Saturday thing. I like that, too. That works out really, really well. Cool. Perfect. Uh, let's talk about our lock of the week. And who do you think, regardless of what the, the betting line is, but you just look at that matchup and you're like, yeah, there's no way this team is losing this game. Uh, I'll let you go first on this one. All right. So I'm. it's definitely going to be the Pelicans. I'm just looking at some <laughs> of the matchups they have. So... They, I could either pick the Pelicans versus Hornets, or um, can I go as far as the 23rd? Is that Sunday? Yeah, I you think can do so, Sunday. Yeah. It's a okay, so yep. that's the Pelicans play against the Jazz, on, and they're at home on Sunday. You know what? I'm going to go with the Hornets. I'm going to stay with that one. And it's interesting that I'm picking not, this one because... You're not picking the Hornets. You're picking the... the I'm picking this game. I'm picking Pelicans. the Pelicans okay. to okay. beat the Hornets. That's my lock-in. I just have a better feeling that the Pelicans are going to beat the Hornets. Um... Even though it's an away game, I just feel like the Jazz are actually a little bit better of a team. They they won their first game. Wait, was it? Did they win their first game? Yeah, they game? won their first game big. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, against the Nuggets. So I just, I feel like, 
I want to stay away from that right now because I don't know what's going on with that. We didn't expect that to happen. But the pieces that they ended up getting for the Jazz, it's it's working well together, you know. So I'm I'm a little scared of what's going to happen with the Jazz right now. I don't want them to be a good team. They they could be like the unexpected underdog of the year. So we'll keep an eye on that. It's just been one game. I'm probably overreacting, but they beat the Nuggets. You know, it's just very interesting. They beat the Nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that that's a solid victory, right? When you look at the schedule. Regardless of what team you, you're a fan of, you look at the Nuggets. That's a tough game. You have the two-time league MVP there, and yeah. it's it's a tough game to win. It's not a it's not a gimme game. Very surprised. Um, so I'm getting away from my my point is that the Pelicans are playing against the Charlotte Hornets, and Lamella Ball is out, you know, with the ankle injury. So I yep. really just think this is the the best lock of the week that you could you could choose. So yeah. Okay, so Ronnie is taking the Pelicans versus the Hornets. They play Friday, 4 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. I went in a little bit of a different direction. I am taking these 76ers. Uh, they're going to be at home. This is going to be their home opener. No, they have, they're playing the Bucks today. Um, they're going to be at home against the San Antonio Spurs on Saturday. Good pick. The Spurs head coach, Greg Popovich, in a press conference even said, and I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying this, but if you're looking for a team to bet to win the championship, don't bet on the Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> so when your head coach says that, he knows this is not a competitive team. The 76ers are locked and loaded. It's going to be a bloodbath, I think. Now, obviously, Popovich is a crafty old coach. He could surprise us, but if, if I... If I had to pick a team that I, you know, my, this is, that's the whole point of this, right? This is my team that's going to win. 76ers over the Spurs on Saturday. The 76ers are going to defeat the Spurs. That is my lock of the week. What is, what is successful lock of the week percentage, would you say? So we said 50 50 for the underdog of the week, which, which might be a lofty goal, but for the, for the lock of the week, what do you think the success rate should look like? 75%. That's the first number that popped in my head, too. 75 to 80%. So. Let's see. Let's see who can be better, Ronnie, at underdogs and locks. I honestly have no idea. <laughs> I'm gun shy after picking the first week or the first opening game, and we we both faltered. So that's what I'm we're saying. Over like one this, right now. Yeah, these the first weeks are they're so tough. You know, I I remember how good the Suns were last year at the beginning of the season. I'm like, cool, they're gonna win all these games. I remember actually placing my real bet and only bet. I got I got this free fifty dollars from a family member, right? For like you know signing up with them on I don't know DraftKings or something. So I like placed it all against. I was like, I'm gonna pick the Suns to beat the Kings, and the Kings smashed us. I was like, this is bullcrap. <laughs> like this is not supposed to happen. Okay, going back to the Spurs game, it's sure. interesting that Popovich said that because there's all this talk about you know tanking, and we haven't even talked about it. Do you have you heard the talk about Victor Wembe? That you know this. This new dude who's like at the ch- top of the draft charts. I can't even say his last name. Wembanyama. The the Wembanyama. way too early. Per- yeah, I don't know. I'm not even going to try to He's say like his name. He's like 7'4", like ridiculous. He's yep. like Kevin Durant mixed with LeBron James and just like he's all the, the good things that you want an NBA player. So I actually thought about this yesterday. I was like, out, out of all these teams... I think the Spurs will be most likely to tank because they've had such good success, like long-term success with like Tim Duncan and before that, David Robinson. They want like a really big guy, like a main guy to build their team around. So they're going to do everything they can. And I swear if the Spurs get this pick, I'm going to think that the whole NBA is fixed and rigged because we know how much that like the NBA seems to like love the Spurs with like even the referees calling 
calling plays, for, you know, just like calling <laughs> yeah. fouls for them and everything. So watch them get this pick and then to build another super team and be in the finals again. I really don't want that to happen. 15 years. Yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm just scared of that. But yeah. So they, they've changed the tanking rules a couple of years ago. So mm-hmm. even if you're the worst team, I think the, like, the bottom three teams all have the same likelihood of getting the first overall pick. So yeah. you don't necessarily need to be the worst team. Uh, I mean, this team is not good, the Spurs team. Popovich isn't lying, but... I'd be interesting to see how how well that they actually do, but I would just I would hate to be a player or a fan of that team and hear your coach say that because it's like yeah. well then what the heck are we doing here? Why are we? What you know? I I want to win a championship at the NBA. That's the goal. Yeah, you're not right. going to win it every year, but just to have your head coach be like, yeah, I don't have I don't have any faith that that's going to happen. With and these if guys. you're the coach, what do you uh, say? Like just be like, hey, just just stick with us. Just you know, work on your game. If you if you're good on this team, you're going to stay with this team when we get this number one draft picked, and then you're going to be in the playoffs for sure. So just just yeah. just work on your game for this year. I know it's going to be a rough season. Make sure you lose Popovich so we can get this, good, <laughs> this pick. <laughs> Popovich is a good developmental coach for some of those young guys. So maybe that's yeah. what they're looking at. Is like, well, I'm going to develop my game under his tutelage, and then hopefully get a you know resigned or, or, or go to another team that's that's competitive. So yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Interesting to see if the I mean there's a we we did our conspiracy theory episode a while ago. Is this your submission into future conspiracy theory episodes? Heck yes, Heck yes it is. So the San Antonio Spurs getting the first pick in the lottery and drafting this seven foot dude that can shoot past and dunk and, and do everything you want from a player. And you better um, show me that ping pong ball when it comes out of there because you better not do it behind the curtains or anything it's like all that. It's greased I, up or something. Yeah, I, yeah. I, wanna, <laughs> I don't want you to just like take it out of there and say, San Antonio Spurs, you better flip that thing around and show me Spurs on that ball because <laughs> I know you're going to make it up. All right. That's fun. Let's do that. Let's look for conspiracies as they go throughout the season. He's going to work uh, on switching the, that, that magic early. trick, you know, where you, you pick a ball and you switch it in your hands, you know, like like how magicians the, do. You the know? sleight of hand magic, right. yeah. They're going to do that. They're going to switch the ball, send it to New Spurs, and then the other ball is going to go missing. That probably said Pelicans or something. Or Suns. I, I tried... I tried to learn some sleight of hand magic for on playing cards. It's really, really hard to do. I don't yeah. know if you've ever tried it. But I've, I've wanted to try it. I haven't taken the time to do it, it but... It, yeah. yeah, I watched a couple – I mean, I, I didn't take a ton of time. I touched a couple of YouTube videos and I, I practiced like palming things and doing stuff. And uh, at the end of the day, it was a huge waste of time. Oh. But uh, I had a good time doing it. Yeah, so don't practice sleight of hand magic is the takeaway unless you have uh, some time to kill. I'm going to practice it. I'm I'm going to look it up on YouTube right after this podcast. I'm going to practice it. <laughs> and you're going to get good at it and make me look, feel like a jerk. Like, yeah. oh, it's so easy. This is so easy to do. <laughs> Uh, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks, guys, for listening. And uh, join us next time. We're going to review our picks of the week. We're going to review our underdog of the week. Take a recap on the fantasy players that we pick to see if to see if we're good at this. Are we good <laughs> at picking players of the week? Are we good at picking breakout players? Uh, we'll find. Oh, we didn't even do breakout players. Yeah, we can Real do quick, it. Who's your Who's your breakout player of the week? Damian Lillard. Uh, I don't have one. <laughs> All right, Damian. Uh, the reason is Damian Lillard had a pretty off night. Uh, I think he's going to bounce back in a big way. He is my breakout player of the week. And I, you're probably thinking, Damian Lillard, oh, that's a safe choice. I picked one. The season's early. The season's early, guys. We've got to figure out these averages before we can actually pick a real Blake breakout player. Who right. did you pick, Ronnie? You know, it's, I'm going to go with Simmons because he's on my fantasy team. I think that's like oh, an easy pick. One. Yeah. Yeah, he just had yeah. such a bad first game. He's got to bounce back he's big from that. You know? He's okay. going to find himself. He's going to start scoring points. So, yeah, hold on to him. Don't trade him yet. 
Okay. So join us next time. We'll talk about our players of the weekend, our breakout players of the weekend, our lock of the week, our underdog of the week, and we'll review those results to see how we did. We're going to talk about the games that we picked, our games of the week, the Memphis Grizzlies versus the Dallas Mavericks, the Celtics versus the Heat, and we'll review uh, league news, drama, and details that occur over this weekend. So we look forward to we look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for listening, guys. Yep. Thanks, guys. 